fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I cannot believe that it was COVID. COVID has been the thing that has divided people more than anything else. We've had abortion. We've had gun issues. We've had personal freedom issues. We've had economic issues. We've had constitutional issues. (laughs) All of those over the last 250, 300 years in this country. And yet the one thing that's driving us apart most so than anything else, COVID-19. Masks vaccines what to do with yourself if you get sick oh the travesties that are in this world what a weird world we live in today i'm telling you what a weird time that we live in hey welcome and i am Andy hoosier this is the voice of reason broadcasting live out of the heartland of america here at our flagship radio station in wichita kansas on multiple radio stations all over the country multiple tv stations all over the country live streaming podcasting that's just killing it each and every month welcome in your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day we have a heck of a lot to get to I feel refreshed back at it after a wonderful vacation last week on Thursday, Friday, going into the weekend. I got a lot done. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. I am super excited about how much productivity I got done over my vacation, which you're not supposed to do when you're on vacation, but I did, and it just took the Hoosier Media Network up to a whole nother level, so super excited about that. We'll talk about that here in just a minute, but I want to get to a lot of these issues because we had the mass, the mandate from Joe Biden come out last week, the recommendation mandate, whatever it's going to be. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. We have 9-11 and the commemoration, what really happened there, and are you okay with how we properly respected 9-11 over the weekend? And we'll get to some of that and more. Bottom of the hour, super excited. Christine uh, Hronick, she is a health nutritionist. She is a chemist. She is a food scientist. She is a bikini competitor, apparently. Uh, She's going to be joining us to talk about the best ways to stay healthy with diet, with exercise, with different planned meals, different planned diets and ways that you can actually stay healthy. And it's still in the realm of COVID because people are still interested on how to make your personal health the best you possibly can. So that way you don't get sick from COVID. I know crazy concept, crazy concept. So we'll talk with Christine coming up at the bottom of the hour. Right now, though, let's jump right into this guest because it's been way too long since we've had him on the program. So, yeah. What's trending today? And as far as I believe, I actually believe he's recovering from COVID or did recover from COVID. He's a congressional candidate for the 9th Congressional District out of the great state of New Jersey, Air Force veteran, and now trying to fix the great state of New Jersey. Super excited to have back on the program Billy Prempa with us here. Billy, how are you, my friend? Brother, it is a pleasure to hear from you again. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is great to have you on the program. It's been way too long. Now, last uh, since the time that we've talked last time, I heard that you got COVID, didn't you? You're recovering, aren't you? Yes, well, I've, I've fully recovered. It's been about a month and a half since then. I got the Wuhan flu, and it was a real, real big problem. I want to first start by saying that I don't believe that this thing is a virus or believe it's a flu. I believe that this thing is 100% a bioweapon. This thing was mm-hmm. not... Like any sickness that I've ever gotten before, this thing tried to take me out. And, you know, with some of the new revelations that we've got coming out showing that Dr. Fauci had a large role in, in uh, setting up the gain of function with the COVID-19, it 
to me, it's proof positive that this thing was designed to kill, it was designed to harm people. And I believe the CCP unleashed this on the rest of the world to try to take down Donald Trump's economy and shirk this election like we just saw in 2020. I was going to say it definitely worked if it did involve the election. It definitely did work if it did give the government more power and more mandates to control the people because now we're fighting this. It destroyed the economy, as you mentioned. It's got people in a tizzy. Imagine this. One in seven people in the country have dumped either friends or family, defriended them on Facebook, aren't talking to them any longer due to vaccine mandates and COVID mandates across the nation. This has divided us more so than racial issues. This has divided us more than religious issues. This has divided us more than just basic political issues even issues like abortion that are super sensitive people are just walking away from family and friends because if you don't get the vaccine if you don't go along with our mandates if you don't just consider yourself non-essential and shut down your own business i don't want anything to do with you you're obviously trying to kill people and just why can't you just go along with the status quo it's it's a very weird world we live in today isn't it I think it's it's really sad, and this I like to call this Jim, Jim Crow 2.0 because this is more than just uh, what we saw back during the time of Jim Crow of race. This is all about medical, and this is something that should be private between the person and the doctor. Yet we've got people getting cancer left, right, and center just because of what they choose to do with their health. And the sad thing is, we have no idea what the long term effects are going to be with this vaccine. If somebody believes that they that the vaccine is going to help them and it's going to protect them, I encourage anybody to go out there and get it if they choose to do it. What I absolutely have a problem with is the government encroaching and telling people that we need to take this because we say so, and if yeah. you don't, we're going to shut your business down. In New York, they've got a situation where you cannot come into several restaurants unless you get vaccinated and show proof of your vaccination status. The problem that I have with that is between Afri- African-Americans between the ages of 18 and 44 years old, less than 28%. Well, I, I initially uh, quoted that it was 28%, but it's actually 13% of African-Americans in New York are not vaccinated between the ages of 18 and 44, that leaves about 78% of them unable to basically transact with society in New York. And Joe Biden is going out telling people that he's losing his patience with the unvaccinated citizens. So what is he going to do? Is he going to take things to the next level and violate our constitutional rights and force people to take this? There's got to be a reason that they're doing this, and I believe it's because they've got people inside their pockets They've got some of large pharma and big corporations in their pockets encouraging them to go and enforce something like this. But it's never been done before ever in American history. No, you're right. This has never been done in American history. And I, I first heard that story about New York from you and from your social media account breaking that with the number of uh, minorities that aren't getting the vaccine and really turning it into a Jim Crow thing again. Because if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to the store, you can't go to the restaurant, can't go do your thing. And with how low the vaccination rate is for minorities, whether willingly just because of they don't want it or because they don't have access to it, whatever the case is, this is turning into a racial issue again with this and a resegregation of society on a very weird level, are people going to abide by this? Are, is New York abiding by this already? Are we st- Or are we starting to push back and finally wake up that after a year and a half, they don't know what they're doing, we're not going to listen to them, and we don't want to go along with this any longer? I, I agree. And the thing that scares me is I don't know what the future holds for a lot of business owners. I personally would encourage anyone who runs a business who has to go to work um, and, and feed their family with their business. I encourage them to disobey these mandates and keep their businesses open. In New Jersey alone, one-third of all the businesses that we had are completely gone, never to return ever again because of the COVID shutdown. Yeah. And this is what they're trying to push on the rest of the country. It's like the ramifications are going to be staggering. But when the people have no means of income, they have no means of controlling their own destiny, 
that gives the government all the control. And right now they're trying to take it using the medical situation as an opportunity to do so. And they're saying that, hey, uh, if, if you don't do this, then you're somehow anti-American. Similar to like what Joe Bush, uh, George Bush just recently said uh, on the 20-year commemoration of uh, 9-11, trying to compare the attacks of January 6th to what happened on 9-11. Mm. It seems that our government is starting to turn its back on what their oath is, is to protect and serve the people of the United States and to defend the United States Constitution, but they seem hell-bent on trying to burn it and tear our country down. No, you're absolutely right. We'll talk with Billy Primp, a congressional candidate for the 9th District of New Jersey. Find him online at billyprimp.com for the website for more information on there. You're absolutely right. I mean, they're, it's protecting the ones that side with them, but if you disagree, then you're the right-wing radical. You cling to your guns and your Bible. You cling to your religion. You cling to your radicalism, and you're just the anarchist of the country, not abiding by the will of the government. And it's, and it's a very scary thought that we've actually gone there. But as you mentioned at the beginning of this interview, you had talked about China in the Wuhan lab where it didn't gain traction at the beginning. It was dismissed as a crazy radical conspiracy theory from Trump and his administration. They didn't tie Anthony Fauci to that one. And then, of course, now we have the information coming out and being pursued by, thank God, by Senator Rand Paul trying to come after this. Do you think we're actually going to get anywhere with this investigation? And if we do, what does it actually prove? What does this actually mean moving forward if we validate the fact that this virus came from or this bioweapon or whatever came from this lab out of Wuhan, China? Well, first things first, that's Dr. Senator Rand Paul. Yes. Rand Paul is a doctor as well, too, so he is no fool when it comes to what is happening in the medical field. And just because Dr. Fauci has said something, we put all of our authority, all, our, all of our faith in Dr. Fauci to the point where nobody can question him, but his story has changed so many different times. First, it's wear one mask, then it's wear two masks, now it's wear three masks. <laughs> they initially told us that this came from bat soup. This came from bat soup in the Wuhan labs. And now, the, the, the evidence is starting to come out that the, United, that the United States actually had some kind of involvement, and Dr. Fauci knew that this was happening. He knew that they were working on gain-of-function research, and they were trying to make some kind of bioweapon. And the way that this thing attacked me, I got swine flu when I was in the military. That was a horrible situation. This was a million times worse. This was something completely, completely different. Everything that I tried didn't work, and I don't care what anybody says. They can call me a cook. They can call me whatever they want. I took hydroxychloroquine and Z-Pak, and within a day and a half, I was back to normal. So everything that, that they've been saying is not necessarily true. I feel like there's some kind of incentive to keep Americans sick and keep them in the dark in regards to what really happened. Who is protecting CCP? Who is protecting China? Because whoever they are and they're within our government, they're committing treason against the United States. Yeah, amen to that. Talk about, I'm glad you mentioned that. Talk about your experience with it for a second. You said a Z-Pack helped. Now, did you try the ivermectin? Did you do the hydroxychloroquine thing? I mean, what did you try throughout your experience? I didn't try. I didn't try ivermectin because I didn't know anything about it. Um, what I did was I was taking several um, supplements. I took vitamin C, NAC for the lungs. Um, I was using a nebulizer and a butyrol to help open up my open up my lungs because my airways were getting extremely constricted. Mm. Um, a butyrol really helped quite a bit to help open that up. And this is not medical advice for anybody that's listening. This is just what I personally decided to do with myself. Sure. Um, I was prescribed hydroxychloroquine. And Z Pack, and after maybe three days of trying what I was doing before, it didn't seem to work. But uh, hydroxychloroquine and Z Pack, within a day and a half, all fever symptoms and everything that affected me was gone. Wow. Wow. Again, that evil hydroxychloroquine that was just conspiracy theory from the Trump administration, right? Yeah, it's a conspiracy fact, if you ask me. I would, <laughs> I would say my fact, at least, because 
what they tried to say was crazy. At that point, I was desperate. You know, I, I, was, I was terrified of going to the hospital because I know several people who have gone to their doctors and they say, oh, there's nothing we can do for you. Go to the hospital. They'll put them on a ventilator, and within a couple of days, they're dead. Everybody I know that's been put on a ventilator is dead. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not the situation I wanted to put myself in. And I, I tried to take care of it as best as I could. Um, I, I spoke with one of these doctors. The doctor said, have you tried the hydroxychloroquine? I said, you know what? Uh, I heard about it. Let's try the hydroxychloroquine and see if it works. And lo and behold, it, it actually worked. Wow. Amazing. Well, I'm so glad that you came out on top of that one and trying some of that stuff. It's wild that, again, those have been the divisiveness of, well, it's not approved by the FDA or CDC, so therefore, how dare you try hydroxychloroquine or the z or the ivermectin or all these other alternative ways to try and heal yourself. Um, last question before we let you go on about 20 seconds, but have you gotten the vaccine? Absolutely not. Uh, no. I don't think there's been enough time to, there's not been enough studies for the vaccine. Um, typically it takes about 10 years. I'm not going to be the guinea pig and take it. If somebody wants to go out there and try it, that is 100% up to them. Don't force it on me. Don't force it on my kids. And don't force it on society. Let people make the medical decisions on their own. Man, we got to get you in Washington, D.C. We need that type of common sense conservative fighting. I know you're the firebrand. I love it. I love watching your social media because you just don't hold back. God bless you, my friend. Billy Prempa. You can find him. BillyPrempa.com is the website. Ninth Congressional Can- uh, uh, District of New Jersey. Billy, I love it. Congrats, my friend. Good luck on the campaign trail. Let's get you back on the show again soon. Thank you, brother. God bless. Hey, right on. Always good to talk to you. We'll take a break. Lots to get to today. It's a Monday. Back at it for a full, full week after a couple weeks of not having a full week with the show. It's The Voice Reason on Monday. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back, and we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program, radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. We always appreciate it. You can follow us on our social media at Hoosier Reason. That's on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, which we do have that up. We're still banned on our YouTube channel right now, so I wouldn't really go to the YouTube if you don't have to, but you can find us on there and find some of the old videos that they haven't taken off. But you can find us on the uh, Facebook Twitter, twitch.tv, Instagram, TikTok, also on ourfreedombook.com and our Rumble channel. I haven't posted a whole lot on the Rumble channel yet, but I think we're going to start shifting towards that way for our live stream uh, on that one. All of it with the handle at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also on the website at HoosierReason.com. Boy, there's a lot that I missed over the last few days, having a few days off, which I feel regenerated. I feel good. I feel ready to go again. So that's awesome. And thanks for bearing with us on that one. But you just got to take some R&R once in a while. But then, I, of course, you missed some major issues. Last week, we had the September 11th commemoration. We did that on the program. But just before that, you know, two days before, heaven forbid we focus on, you know, remembering the 20th anniversary of September 11th. We remember what really our major enemy is, which is, radical Islamic terrorism. They still haven't said that word, by the way. It's been 20 years since 9-11. They still have not said radical Islamic terrorism. That's not a knock on the entire Islamic religion because we're talking about the radicalized sect of Islamic terrorism. There's a lot of Muslims that are very peaceful, obviously. I know a lot of them. I've been to the Islamic, uh, what is it, the uh, Islamic um, mosque. What is it? It's the... Wichita Islamic Society here in Wichita, where I'm based out of. I've gone, I've toured it, I've met the people there. They're super awesome. I love those guys to death. Um, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the radicalized sect, the radical ideology within this, which every religion has it to a degree, um, where they just take things and just run with it and try and branch off and do their own radical sect of it. That's what we're dealing with, radical Islamic terrorism. That wasn't the focus on the 20th anniversary of September 11th. No, now we have a congressional election of people that just say that some people did something because we want to try and generalize it. And then when we try and talk about a hate speech, then it's the conservatives that are hate speeching against, like, you know, minorities or with Islamophobes or with gay people or with whatever because we just hate everybody when that's not the case. They like to play their identity politics pretty nicely, don't they? It's kind of interesting. So we focus on the lack of that issue going into the 20th anniversary of September 11th and focus on vaccines. And with the announcement on Thursday last week, the Biden administration making uh, any company with more than 100 employees across the nation mandated by OSHA and regulated by OSHA to get the vaccine. According to Reuters.com, the U.S. agency in charge of the Biden administration's new rules requiring COVID-19 vaccines at many private workplaces faces stiff challenges in developing and enforcing the mandate. Wait a second. They're going to have challenges enforcing it? I know. Because OSHA doesn't go to every company. They really go to construction sites to make sure that you're following protocol there. And let me tell you, they are a pain in the you-know-what. Anybody that works construction or has worked construction knows this. I did an internship working construction for a while for the state of Colorado on highway projects, and the ridiculous, absurd environmental regulations they have there made it more of a pain in the butt to even do the project than it was to actually abide by their regulations. And some of it's kind of like impossible to do because that's what OSHA does. They're just annoying. The Labor Department's Occupational Safety and Health Administration in charge of formulating and enforcing the rule. It's going to be knocking on the business doors. 
Are all your people vaccinated? I want to see all your papers. The big question is, do you think, are they going to be enforcing the vaccine mandate at private businesses with 100 people or more, more so than what ICE is able to enforce by going in and actually getting illegal immigrants out of businesses where they're working in the country illegally? Are we going to be more uh, strict on actually enforcing these rules with the vaccine than we are with illegal aliens working at companies when they're not supposed to be in the country? Which one are we going to be more strict on? Highs or lows, up or down on that one? I'd love to get some gambling money on that and see which one they're going to be more strict on. Because now OSHA trying to figure out the best way to enforce these new absurd rules from the Biden administration. It's all a joke. We'll get to more of that when we come back. Plus, Christine Heronic, she'll be joining us right after the break on The Voice of Reason for a Monday. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Reason, common sense, just everyday life, doing your thing. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through already, radio, TV, multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations, live streaming, podcasting all over the place. We are, we branched out, I, was, I want to say the end of last month, we always get our end of the month numbers for our podcast downloads. We chatter the number like we always do, which is awesome. Like we grow every, it's like Trump's economic plan just continues to go up every single year. We had that, but we also branched out in like 17 countries, which was really cool. So that's neat. We got multiple radio stations all over the place. Fastest hour of radio on radio. Trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag. That's just what we do here every single day. Welcome back into the program. You know, COVID, obviously a major issue, personal health, a big focus, I think, for a lot of individuals. And we're kind of waning, I'm guessing. I don't know. Uh, Usually at the beginning of the year, we have the big health kick for individuals. Oh, I want to lose weight. I want to get back in shape. And that's usually like the New Year's resolution. Uh, Now, by September, most people, I'm guessing, that do that at the beginning of the year have probably like forgotten about that. But I don't know. With the COVID stuff, I think personal health is big on everyone's mind right now. How can I stay healthy? How can I try and uh, limit my exposure to COVID? Or how can I just stay healthy so when I do get it, then it's not a big deal? That's on the top of everybody's mind. And you know me. I haven't gotten the vaccine. I'm not going to get the vaccine. If you do do your own thing, I don't really care. Because I'm trying to focus on the personal health. And it goes so much beyond just politics. Just feeling good, feeling healthy, doing your thing is what it's all about. 
So I've tried to reach out and get multiple people and multiple guests on the program to talk about ways to make you healthy and feel better so that way you can take your health back into your own hands rather than just relying on the doctors and the government to take care of you in that sense. So super excited to have on the program today... What's trending today? She is an award-winning chemist. She's a three-time champion fitness competitor, nutritionist, expert on health and fitness. She is also owner of GageGirlTraining.com. Super excited to have on the program with us today, Christine Horonic with us. Christine, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. I really appreciate you coming on the show. This is exciting because I think, am I right? I mean, have we seen the trends of people from the beginning of the year that uh, the New Year's resolution, I'm going to get in shape and do the diet thing, has that pretty much waned by this point in the year? Oh, yeah. It typically wanes by about February, <laughs> in all honesty. <laughs> but, but the reality is we're in unique times right now with, you know, we're not sure if we're able to go out. And if we can go out, do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? Like, yeah. it just, the whole world is different now. And it's, it's never going to be the same, unfortunately. And um, I think that health and personal health is a very, very big concern. I, I've never seen this rate of just an alarming sense of unhealthiness going on um, in the world like, like ever before. Yeah, it's sad. Well, and the sad part is is that we have an ability right now, I think, I'm always an eternal optimist, the glass half full kind of guy, where mm-hmm. we have an opportunity to teach about personal health and what we get from, you know, I guess from the political side of it, what we get from the government is stay indoors, wait for us to get you a vaccine, wear the mask and don't expose yourself to anything, be very scared and just kind of shelter in place. When we could be, this would be the prime opportunity to be teaching about health when we see stories that dietary changes could lower symptoms of COVID by 33%. When we could talk about, you know, proper vitamins and proper nutrition and proper supplements, and we could talk about proper diet and exercise regimens to where, you know, we could do what we could on our own front to make ourselves healthy. So just in case, whether it's COVID or any other virus or bacteria or the flu season coming up, that we're in a position to where it's not going to affect us as much. And we're not getting that talking point, I don't think. Um, I have to agree. I mean, personal accountability for our overall wellness is is a very big thing. And I think that, you know, you can't rely on the government to tell you how you should be taking care of yourself. You have to take personal accountability for that. And that means, you know, making sure you're nourishing yourself with foods and nutrients and the correct vitamins and getting the correct amounts of macronutrients that you need for your body and for your body type to make sure that, you know, you're optimizing your personal health. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about some of those. And let's take, uh, you know, a radio host for an example, who's in the radio studio 10 hours a day. We sit in front of a computer screen most of the day, and then we, you know, blabber our mouth on the radio for a couple hours a day sort of thing. How do we stay healthy? Now, I, as a little backstory for me, I actually went full raw plant-based vegan a month ago, and mm-hmm. I've never done this. This is the guy that tried to compete with a three, a three-pound hamburger because I enjoy that. But I've gone vegan, and I've lost 15 pounds, and I feel really great, but I don't think a lot of people want to go that extreme of just a raw plant-based vegan diet for a while. It, we've done it because my wife has lupus. She's got medical issues, and it's helping out with that a lot, but... For people that don't get a lot of exercise, sit in the office for a long time, eight, 10 hours a day, how do you stay healthy and how do you keep yourself active? So the reality is you can't compete with what you eat and you can't outrun your fork. So if you are eating like an insane amount of food, but your body is just not at an activity level that justifies the need for that much food, 
you're going to have some issues. So I definitely encourage people to 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 simply move more, stand up, walk around. There's so many um, ways to track movement from just having your cell phone on you, the health app on a on an Apple phone, Fitbits, Apple watches, all those things. You know, making sure that you're getting a certain number of steps. I'd say a minimum of five thousand steps a day is great just for sedentary individuals. But if you really want to be ambitious, you can aim closer to ten thousand. But say a minimum of 5,000 steps a day is fantastic. But the reality is, even if you got 20,000 steps a day, it, that still doesn't mean anything if you're eating like like garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So the reality is you have to take an aware approach to what it is you're actually eating, how many calories you're consuming in a day, and so many people underestimate how much food they're truly eating. Yeah, and it goes. It gets into a lot of the you know how many calories is each meal, and then you get the processed stuff that just you know one little simple thing has you know the daily calories for the entire day, but yet it doesn't kind of quench that. So it it is really what you put in your body. Now talk about ways to transition that way for someone who maybe eats a lot of the you know the 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 frozen hamburger from the gas station or you know a lot of hot dogs that sort of stuff. Can you do a drastic change? Because I did. I went cold turkey in like August 1st. Boom, I went raw vegan diet and it was a bit of a change and I still crave a lot of that. But for a lot of people that can't do that or don't want to do that, to work yourself off of that type of diet, eating the Doritos, which is my weak point and I still haven't had one and I'm missing it. But to go off of that and to wean yourself and transition to a better lifestyle, how do you start working that? And is it that easy just to slowly start doing that? Um, the reality is it is easy if you are mindful. So I encourage people to eat protein with every meal. Mm. So of the three macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fat, protein is the only one that contains nitrogen. When your body is in a positive nitrogen balance, it forces your body to use fat as a fuel source. And it makes you feel full. It makes you feel satisfied. It stabilizes the hunger hormones. So consuming protein, having protein with your breakfast, with your lunch, with your dinner, making sure you're having snacks that are higher in protein, whether that's some some nuts, whether that's a protein smoothie. Um, there are so many ways that you can do it, but it's not going to be as easy as, you know, common snacks tend to be so high in refined carbohydrates. So it doesn't mean that you avoid carbs. It just means that you probably want to choose carbohydrates that are going to be higher in fiber as opposed to carbs that are higher in sugar. So mm-hmm. that means, you know, you want to be looking for things that have vegetables, you know, you want to be going for fruit, vegetables, you want to be going for things like apples, like that are just real whole foods that are going to make you feel full and satisfied naturally. No, I like that. We're, t- oh, we're talking with Christine Hronick, food scientist, nutritional expert, uh, champion fitness competitor as well. Uh, is it harder to find foods that are actually nutritional? We talk about, you know, the food resources in the country and how things are either steroided up to be bigger, like meat with chicken breasts and that sort of thing, or even with other fruits and vegetables to where they're, you know, genetically modified to make them bigger sort of thing, but yet they lose nutrition. We've seen uh, we've seen stories about how a food has like a third of the nutrition that it actually used to have, and I think a lot of that's from the preserving and the salts and, and stuff to make it last longer, but uh, is there any tips to find proper foods, the fresh stuff, maybe growing the garden outside, doing your own thing to actually get the nutrients you need? Because a lot of times you can eat all you want, but then your body's still craving the nutrients. And therefore, that's why uh, another reason why you're eating a lot more. I think it's about knowing what you're looking for. I have never been in a situation ever anywhere on planet Earth where I have not been able to curate a healthy nutrition option, whether I'm at McDonald's, a mom and pop diner, whether I'm at 
a, a grocery store, any restaurant on planet Earth. It's just about knowing what you're looking for. So I tend to choose things that are higher in protein. I always make sure that I have some vegetables and leafy greens on my plate. And I just go more moderate in the starches, sure. more moderate in the refined sugars. And the reality is that you can make things work if you are mindful and if you're not afraid to speak up because, you know, portions at regular places are going to be way more than what you need. And you're going to have to be the type of person who's asking for this on the side, you know, like taking your portion of home fries or French fries and, you know, eliminating about two thirds of it. But the reality is you're going to be fine. You just have to make conscious choices and take a stand for yourself. I love it. We got about 30 seconds left here, but talk about fasting. Can you do it? And what are the increments? I mean, I did a five day fast more for a religious purpose a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was really hard. And I had never done a fast in my life before. People talk about an eight or 10 hour fasting every day or a two or three day fast. If you do want to fast, what's your recommendations on that? About 20, 30 seconds. So I do advise intermittent fasting for folks who have issues with insulin management, folks who are in plateaus, or people who just want to refine their eating window and give themselves more boundaries. In that, With that being said, I do recommend a 16-8, which means you'll be fasting for 16 hours and consuming all of your food in an eight-hour window. And the beauty of that is part of that 16 hours is your sleeping time. So the only amount of time that you are actually awake you know, is a portion of that. So um, a 16-8 fast is probably going to be the most manageable approach. I like that. That's a good way to look at that. GageGirlTraining.com is the website. Make sure to find her on the social media with 25 million followers on YouTube with It's Gage Girl on Twitter on the YouTube. Christina, thank you so much for coming on the program. I love the info. Let's do this again real soon. Likewise. Thank you. Hey, appreciate it very much. All right, we'll take a break. Wrap up the show today. Got lots more to get to. We got elections tomorrow in California. We have Biden and more. Stay right here on The Voice of Reason. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online. Helping you defend and preserve this great republic.
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Last couple minutes of the show. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a Monday. It's always good to be back. There's so much to talk about and with so little time to do it. We have still more COVID stuff as they uh, try to jam this down our throat. We have now the uh, support from Fauci to try and require all vaccination for any kind of air travel. We still have OSHA trying to figure out how to mandate this whole vaccine thing for businesses 100 uh, employees or more i don't know where they came up with this number i don't it's kind of like the 250,000 in the barack obama times remember that during the economy it was like oh we're gonna raise taxes on those making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more those are considered the rich people and those are the ones that are going to see the tax increase which we're going to see tax increases across the board for everybody and we'll talk about that probably tomorrow when we have some more time to do so but man they're really going after the quote-unquote, rich individuals in the country. So I find that kind of interesting. But we have the vaccines. Then we have, of course, the election going on tomorrow in California. And we'll spend some time on it more tomorrow to see. But, man, I'm nervous. I got to, I'm nervous, but I'm excited because I think there is an opportunity for Republicans to seize the governorship in California. And Larry Elder's the one running it. The conservative Larry Elder, the conservative black guy Larry Elder that the media doesn't want to actually talk about. Now, they've attacked him for not really doing a whole lot of interviews with the media. And I got to be a little bit critical of him, I guess, because I think that he's going in too much in the weeds of the personal attacks and kind of the smear campaign tactics rather than focusing. Look, he could win this super easy if all he campaigned on. The only thing he campaigned on in California was Newsom shut you down during covid Newsom won't let you open back up again. Newsom is destroying the economy. I'll get the economy back on track uh, back on track and get you to open up your business again because you are essential. You are an individual. You need some personal health choices and you can do your own thing. If he didn't campaign on anything else, that would be the one thing. In the last, however, what, six months that he's been campaigning, he jumped into the race a little bit late. Larry Elder did. And I really, really hope he gets it. If we had a conservative guy actually get into the legis- uh, get into the governorship in California, would be huge, as Donald Trump says. It would be bigly. It would be the biggest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. The big, beautiful doors of freedom and liberty would open up, and everybody would be flooding into California all over again. If Le- if Larry Elder did that, he would win, easy, hands down. Because Gavin Newsom is the biggest Yahoo I think I've ever seen in politics before, and there's a lot of them out there. But Gavin Newsom's not the brightest guy. He's a pretty boy. It's California. He tried to, uh, you know, cozy up to the Hollywood types. He looks nice and suave with his suit and his slick back hair. Everything's all cool. He didn't know what the hell he's doing. And he's fallen for the fear tactics, which is why businesses have left in groves to leave California since he's been governor. I live in Kansas. We have the dairy industry that was shut down in California and moving to the Mid-America region here, like in the state of Cal- in Kansas, where I'm in right now. We have... Uh, we have the Elon Musk companies, all of them, 
with Prius and everything else that he does, moving out of there and moving to Texas. We have tons of industries that are just saying, uh-uh, I'm done, I'm over, I can't deal any longer, under Gavin Newsom. So tell me how he's going to do well. Now, they're trying to do the smear campaign, of course, of the, you know, it's the Republican recall, and oh my gosh, don't fall for this, and yada, yada. But if Larry Elder, instead of getting into the weeds, there's a headline from the Associated Press where he was on stage with a gal by the name of former actress Rose McGowan, who made some of the claims about Harvey Weinstein and Hollywood producer and how the wife of Gavin Newsom encouraged her to go public with the allegations. That's not what you need to be talking about, dude. I know California is like the whole Hollywood elite thing and it's who you talk about, whatever. I I wouldn't talk about Harvey Weinstein and the sexual allegations and the Me Me Too movement. That doesn't help your agenda. You're a talk show host. You get it. Larry Elder, I don't know why he's listening to a guy out of the mid-region mid here with, you know, with some no-name talk show host anyways. But if you are listening, Larry Elder, don't focus on those issues. Focus on one simple thing, that COVID shut the state down, that Newsom's an idiot and spent into oblivion, that he made it a sanctuary state for illegal immigrants, and that you can open things up and allow the state to flourish again as governor. I mean, this it's very easy to win over some California voters, obviously not the ones that listen to this program, and we have a lot of them that listen in California to us, and we thank you for that, but it's very easy to win over some of them. You had actresses, you had adult film stars, you had Hollywood elites trying to run for governor the last couple elections because after Schwarzenegger did, then anybody can do it, right? I mean, I guess I kind of so because Schwarzenegger turned out to be an idiot too. So there is that. But Larry Elder, you can do this according to the latest polls. There was a narrow margin between the two, and then apparently it widened up again. And most of them are showing about a 60-40 vote for Democrats. But that's, of course, leading right up to an election where Democrats are desperate to try and not lose that seat. So we'll see what happens. We'll talk about more of that tomorrow on Election Day for the state of California. We'll focus some attention on that one. Until then, this is your show. It's time to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Podcast up in a little bit. We'll see you on the radio again tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.